Welcome to the South Elkhorn Christian Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the weekly messages. For bulletin material, reflection guides, and other resources, visit southelkhorncc.org. Maybe the water means something more. Maybe it has a deeper meaning. Maybe the water means something more. Maybe it has a deeper meaning. I experienced that a few months ago. It was a hot August day. It was a special day for me and for my family. You see, over three years ago, we had two little ones come to live with us. And in August, we stood before a judge on this beautiful, crazy, hectic, strangely anticlimactic, wondrous day and became a family, four Schwarzentrubers together. It was a beautiful, wonderful day. We had gotten dressed up. I had a bow tie on. I never wear a bow tie. I had a bow tie on. Our kids looked great. Their hair was done. We looked fabulous. A photographer came and took our pictures. It was a wonderful day, and we left, we left the courthouse. We were going to do uh, what our kids and dad like to do, go get ice cream and celebrate, celebrate the day. And as we walked by the fountains, our little ones turned and said, can we run through the fountains? And since my wife, Rebecca, and I are responsible adults, since we are good parents, since we didn't bring any bathing suits and we didn't bring a towel and everyone looked really nice and these were good clothes that we got for this occasion, we said, of course. And so our kids went tearing through the water and we looked at each other and we said, nothing more fitting could be the case than this moment. And in a way, in a strange way, it was like a baptism of sorts. This moment of marking a new beginning for our family, this moment that recognizes the journey that we've been on and this new thing that is coming to be right here on on this day at this place and perhaps the water shooting out of the concrete in front of the courthouse on a hot August day in Lexington, perhaps that water means something so much more. Perhaps it has a deeper meaning. For me, it did. For me, that water will never be the same. It will always remind me of that moment, of that new chapter in life that was being unfurled and that was unfolding there at the courthouse. Perhaps the water can mean something more. Perhaps there's a deeper meaning. Well, it's with that I invite you to go with Jesus to the waters of the Jordan River and to wonder if perhaps the water can mean something more. Perhaps there's a deeper meaning. Matthew chapter 3, reading verses 13 through 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John, John the Baptist, at the Jordan, to be baptized by him. Now John would have prevented him, and he said, he was saying, uh, uh, excuse me, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? And Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Let it be, let it be. Let it be. Then he consented, okay, 
And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son, the loved one, the beloved with whom I am well pleased. Let us pray. Gracious God, this morning you invite us to a deeper way. Help us to be open today to the deeper way that is revealed to us as we sing, as we pray, as we gather together as one people from so many different backgrounds and life experiences. Help us to be open to that deeper way in scripture and in the simple elements of water and bread and juice. Help us to be open to your deeper way. And may the words of my mouth, the meditations of our hearts, reveal that deeper way. And in the words of the psalmist, be pleasing to you. Amen. Water is such a powerful and important element. I've read that water covers some 70% of the earth's surface, that, the, that 60% of our human body weight is made up of water. I've read that you can perhaps last a torturous week without food, but maybe at best three days without water. Water is so incredibly important to life. And if you've ever stood before the Grand Canyon, you know the magnificent power of water. The power of the waters named the Colorado River, which over time slowly, meticulously carved out this magnificent, breathtaking canyon that has become a natural wonder of the world. Water is a powerful, important element. So it's no surprise to me that we find it time and time and time again in scripture that it comes to mean so much more than simply water, that it takes on a meaning that is meant to show us the very nature and activity of God, that water becomes a vehicle to understand what God is up to, what God is doing, and what is yet possible. We, we, we read about water in the very opening verses of scripture in the first creation account in Genesis chapter one. We begin reading and we read that the spirit of God, the very breath, the ruach in Hebrew of God is hovering over what? Over the chaotic waters of the deep, the tahom. The spirit of God is hovering over the waters of the deep and God's speech, let it be, creates order out of chaos creates life. Life emerges out of the chaos of the waters. We then read about the Israelite people who are fleeing, who are rushing to escape bondage and slavery in Egypt, who are rushing out of Egypt to enter what they hope to be the the freedom of being able to worship their Lord and God. Moses is leading them out of Egypt and there they find themselves hemmed in by water. The Red Sea or the Reed See, 
the pursuing Egyptian army hot on their trail and Moses raises his arms and his staff and the chaotic waters that signaled death a deeper way was revealed as they were parted, a way of safety and refuge for the Israelite people who escape the pursuing Egyptian army and the waters come back together and the Israelite people are safe to enter the wilderness, a wilderness where they wander and wander away from God, a wilderness where they are in search of God's presence and God's peace, where they are in search of the promised land and they they find their way to yet another boundary, this time the Jordan River and like the waters before, God makes a way where there seems like there is no way and rolls back the waters for the Israelite people to safely cross. There was a, a deeper way through the waters into the promised land. Water factors in time and time again into the scriptural witness, into the testimony of faith. The psalmist recalls in his own place of trouble and tumult, in his own place of challenge and difficulty, in his fears, he says there's a, there's a depth of trouble and concern and fear that cries out and deep cries out to deep. The deep things of human life are met by the deep presence Safety, protection, providential care of God. Deep cries out to deep, we read in Psalm 42. Water is perhaps more than just water in Scripture. And so it's no surprise surprise to me that Jesus would begin his ministry in this watery way. But perhaps there's something more to this water. You know, when I read this, I think about how this kind of provides an example for us as Christians when we begin the journey of faith to perhaps be baptized ourselves. And yet, I wonder if we miss something about what's going on in this baptism. That it is more than just an example for what it means to follow in the way of Christ in terms of being baptized, the physical act of baptism. Perhaps something else is being signaled here, something deeper. Jesus enters the water and John says, no, I shouldn't be baptizing you. You should be baptizing me. And Jesus says, no, it is right. God is at work making things right and this moment matters. I need to enter the waters. In case you missed it and you think that all God does is hover above the waters of the chaos, I want you to know that God enters into the fullness of the chaos. God is not a God who hovers above and distance from, but instead enters deeply and fully into life. Jesus signals what God is up to, that God isn't standing back or standing apart, that nothing will keep God from entering fully and finally and completely into the human heart. And Jesus says, no, I need to go all the way in. Because there's a deeper way. There's another way. And it begins with you baptizing me. A few years ago, 
when the vision team, uh, the South Elkhorn cabinet, um, initiated this visioning process and this visioning team got together to begin thinking about the life of the church and about the strengths and the qualities of the church and how God is calling us uniquely as a community of faith to live out the love that we experience in Jesus Christ. The, the, the vision team began reflecting on our church and specifically the name of our church, South Elkhorn Christian Church and began thinking about how this church didn't begin as South Elkhorn Christian Church. No, in fact, began over 250 years ago in Upper Spotsylvania, Virginia, and traveled across the mountains with a Bible and a communion set, the traveling church, eventually settled in Garrett County, and after a few years then on the banks of the South Elkhorn Creek. See, the name of the church comes from the waters of the creek. A beautiful, long legacy of seeking out the will and the way of God, to live out the love of God in Jesus Christ in this community that is named for the waters of the South Elkhorn Creek. And the vision team began thinking about, thinking about how perhaps the calling of the church is like the creek itself to continue to pursue ever deeper channels. The South Elkhorn Creek flows into other rivers, the Kentucky River, into the Ohio River, into the Mississippi River, into the... Gulf of Mexico into the Atlantic Ocean, connecting with all the waters and ever deeper waters. And perhaps the calling of the church is to invite us into ever deeper ways of life, ways of love, ways of faithfulness. That we are named for the waters of the South Elkhorn Creek and perhaps there's something more to water. Perhaps there's a deeper meaning there. And so the vision team began to reflect on what this deeper way might look like, what it might mean, what it might be anchored in, and began to think about things like extravagant welcome, the way, the way this church, the way this church intentionally practice a kind, practices a kind of openness that, we, that you can literally hear. I mean, I heard it on stage when we stood and greeted one another, this explosion of connection and connectivity of people greeting each other and saying hello and meeting new faces and meeting new friends. But more than that, a kind of openness to all people and to set aside the things that might easily distract us and divide us and instead focus on what focus in on what brings us together which is an openness to the presence of God to make us new to forgive us and for us to find that there's a deeper way together this sense of extravagant welcome the vision team began thinking about began thinking about our rhythms of rest and how life is often so frantic and is shallowed and and hollowed out by the anxiety of running from one thing to the next of being exhausted by life by the demands of life we can't escape and how the calling of faith invites us to find a real and lasting rhythm of rest that we experience in worship as we sing as we pray as we experience the acceptance and love of God as we find ways to practice rest in our everyday lives, there's extravagant welcome, there's a real rest, there is spiritual resilience, which we see in the person of Jesus, which his baptism already gives us a foretaste of his death and resurrection. The spiritual resilience of God, not to be deterred or turned away by the rejection of God's own son in Jesus Christ, but in the moment of ultimate rejection of Jesus on the cross, instead says, no, I can find a deeper way made possible by love. And the way of the church 
is to help us find that same spiritual resilience, that same ability to bounce back because of love. The vision team continue to reflect on the, on the idea of extravagant welcome, of real rest, of spiritual resilience, of courageous conversation about how easy it is to get sucked into the rhythms of everyday talk. How's the weather? How are you doing? Fine, okay. But as church, in the love and in the way of Christ, we're invited to something deeper, a deeper way that, that, cuts, into the, that cuts into the heart of what's really going on. I, I experienced that just a few weeks ago, watching as couples came together for a workshop led by, led by a spiritual director and were invited to sit knee to knee and eye to eye and heart to heart and to begin talking not just about what's going on out there, but begin exploring questions that were inviting people to talk about what they think and what they feel and to take time to actually focus on the person that they love and to connect in a deeper way. Courageous conversation to talk about what's really going on in our lives, to talk about what's really important in our community, to talk about what, what's re- what we're really all about, courageous conversation. And then finally, the, the, the vision team was looking at this idea of contagious joy. When we get together, trusting that we are loved fully for who we are and who God knows we can be and we can let loose with creativity and big smiles and energy that changes things, the kind of energy we experience when, when little people are, are twirling and dancing to, to bluegrass music, the kind of contagious joy that happens when someone makes an unexpected gift. Perhaps water can mean something so much more. This water that I sip from, which helps my voice not to go dry every Sunday, this water is provided by someone, by Kathy Davis, who I saw come in on Friday with a case of water because she loves She loves God and she loves this church and she wants to bless those of us who need to use our mouth on Sunday morning. Perhaps this water means something more, means a deeper, means a deeper way. Jesus invites us not to stand back. God doesn't stand back. Not to find ever more clever ways to escape problems, but instead to enter more deeply into the beauty and the brokenness of life, into the misery and the majesty of life together. That water signals something about who God is, that God is not afraid of going in and meeting us just where we are. Perhaps the water means something more. This morning before, I, before the worship service began, something, someone uh, came up to me, Dale Warren came up to me, with tears in his eyes and said, I heard about Rebecca's mom and I just want to give you a hug. And the water in his eyes meant something so much more to me. They meant a profound connection and sense of caring. We live in a world where it feels like we're increasingly divided and hostile where we can't ask big questions and we can't honestly pursue what's troubling us and we can't think creatively about ways to solve real problems that are confronting human communities. And perhaps there's a deeper way. Perhaps there's the way of Christ that trusts in the words of heaven. This is my son and in him I love all of you. 
go the deeper way. Yes, this church gathered at the banks of the South Elkhorn Creek is invited to see that, the, that what happens here is leading us into ever deeper water, into ever deeper places of honesty and vulnerability and love and acceptance and joy of welcome and conversation. Thanks for listening to the message this week. Visit southelkorncc.org where you can download reflection and discussion guides to dig deeper into the weekly scripture and message.